listening to the Key to the City Podcast. everybody that's been reaching out, supporting, commenting, liking, sharing, just spreading the word about the podcast, man. We sure appreciate it. Hey, we don't intend to let you down. We're going to keep providing you with quality content and quality guests. And like I always say, today is no different. You see this queen to the right of me. Uh, we're about to find out more about her today. Get all up in our music business. <laughs> uh, she first debuted on the scene uh, with her project, um, Shit. Take Live. Huh? Hey Clyde. Hey Clyde. I'm going to edit that up. She first debuted with her project, Hey Clyde, uh, which was a single, correct? Yes. And then she followed that up with Rehab. Correct. Uh, which is an acronym. I need to find out what that means. I, I, I Realizing every heartbreak ain't bad. Ooh. <laughs> Realizing every heartbreak, heartbreak ain't bad. I love that. And right now, we're vibing uh, to a project that she just dropped, an EP called Just the Feeling. Mm-hmm. And it is really just a feeling that's showing up a vibe, man. Uh, I'm not trying to promote any vices here, but if you into a little, <laughs> you know, it's certainly laid back for that. And, you know what I'm saying? Just a whole vibe, man. And this queen has a soulful voice. Kind of puts me, I don't like comparing artists to other artists, mm-hmm. but she kind of puts me into the mind of an Erica Badu. I hear, uh, I hear some Adele in there. I hear uh, even some Nina. Uh, turn. What's Nina? Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize. That's okay. Some Nina Simone in there. So very soulful. We're gonna find out more about her. Now you've heard of Children of the Corn. Well, I have one of the Children of the Flowers with us right now. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, without further ado, please welcome to the city, Miss Flower Child. How you doing, Queen? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I like to think I'm the mother. The mother. <laughs> okay. She giving birth by you. My bad, well, I take that back. The mother of the children of the flower. Yeah. Flower child. How your day going so far? It's going pretty good. Um, I am getting in gear to make a very big transition in life um, professionally. So I'm excited about that. And it's also going to be a new adventure for my music. So I'll keep you posted. Please do keep us posted. <laughs> uh, we rooting for you. Um, you. I ain't going to tell them your business, but... I'm kind of, I guess the transition is bittersweet, yeah. so to speak. Well, I think it's about being able to go and get things for yourself um, so you can have something to give back outside. Mm. I, I listen to a lot of like motivational quotes and stuff like that. And I think Beyonce said, I can't mother things unless I know how to mother myself. And I think you can apply that to a lot of things. Word, word. So, this is a new thing. <laughs> hey, I respect it. It's always good when you can uh, go on an adventure and find yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being in situations where you kind of like stepping out on faith, uh, it really builds your character. Yeah. You find out more about who you are and what you can and can't overcome. But I'm sure you overcome everything. So we wish you the best. Thank you. But uh, when did you uh, 
decide or when did you find out that you had the passion to sing, the gift to sing, and when did you uh, really decide to take it serious? I decided to take it serious in 2017, mm -hmm. um, 2016 going into 2017, I started writing music to make, um, to put out to people. Right. I was in that transition of leaving college and working full time and I just, it, it, it's not my passion. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to live my life in that way. Right, and right, so right. I was like, I got to do something. So <laughs> that motivated me to be my creative self and to kind of, it was it was a challenge because it was like you haven't you're different from a lot of people like where they've been mm -hmm. doing this but i was like i'm just gonna step out on faith and do what i know i've been doing all my life anyway right, and right. see what happens so you developed you know. your voice in church like most singers um a little bit of both uh theater and the church helped a lot my mother was the first person i think to recognize that i had a creative nature mm -hmm. um the first thing i've ever was introduced to as far as artistry is concerned is writing. I'm a fiction writer first. What? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it would be so difficult to just, that's really being creative. I write stories, yeah. Wow. Um, and I try to put that into my music. Um, but um, I've always sang, like, I've always had, like, this big, bubbly personality. Mm -hmm. and I like to put on shows for my folks and my family. And she put me in our local theater in my hometown, Newton, Mississippi. Shout out to Newton, yes, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and the Roxy Theater really fostered my creativity in that way. We learned how to sing, dance, act, all that good stuff. And then, of course, I'm from the country, so we go to the Baptist Church, the Methodist Church, and I sang in those choirs. And then up here in Jackson, um, many people don't know this is like home for me, too. I have roots here in mm -hmm. um, Central United Methodist Church. My grandmother and I have attended there for years, and I mm -hmm. sang there, too. So. Yeah. I heard you, uh, well, I saw that you mentioned Oxford in your bio. Mm -hmm. Did you attend school? There? I did. I went to the University of Mississippi. I did, too. Did you? Yeah. Hello. Howdy, Toddy. Yeah. Howdy, Toddy. Got somebody. Who the hell are we? Hey. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> Old Miss, by day. Yes. <laughs> It's been a minute. That's my old stomping ground. Okay, okay. I didn't graduate though. That's okay. I got in trouble. You man. know you graduated in some way, shape, form, or fashion. But I had the time of my life. Were you putting out any music on campus? I um no, I wasn't putting music out on campus. Mm -hmm. I didn't start putting music out until after college. Actually, right. I started like the writing process and the recording process during school, but I finished. In December of 2017. Okay. Um, and I, Hey Clyde was released in February of 2018. Um, and in college, I was actually very nervous. Like, yeah. I would sign up for competitions and wouldn't go sing. Uh -huh. and, yeah. <laughs> and, and once I got out of that, like I said, it was a breeze. And I, I started getting picked up to perform with some of, like, the local live bands. I love performing with live bands. Mm -hmm. um, and doing things, like, around the square and things of that mm -hmm. nature. So, not in college, but right. still treated the city a little bit. Shout out to the square. <laughs> yeah. I passed out many like times out there. <laughs> uh, with your first single, Hey Clyde, mm -hmm. uh, who the hell is Clyde? Oh, you sound like my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Clyde, man? Clyde, there I can't don't... be no young guy named Clyde. 
I tell everyone, everyone has a clause, mm. um, someone that you believe you can go above and beyond for in that given moment, mm -hmm. um, but you don't necessarily know how to tell them that. So, Clyde's not necessarily a person, it's just a mm. feeling about somebody, I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> but did Clyde, did, Clyde, <laughs> did Clyde lead you to rehab, put you in rehab? Clyde did take oh. me to rehab. <laughs> Realizing every heart... And I wanted to celebrate the spirit of relationships in that song. Realizing every heartbreak ain't bad. Because you go through things, you feel these emotions, you go, you get happy, you get sad. But then, once you reflect and realize you had to go through it to get through it, it's, it's fun. So the song is fun, while it's also, like I said, very reflective. You learn a lot from uh, heartbreak. Yes. You know it's, it's some positives you can take away from heartbreak. Mm -hmm. um, now... Getting into your style, like it's so. Your voice would be like if I had to describe it. I told you about your vices earlier, <laughs> but taking that vice mm -hmm. and sitting on a cloud with your feet kicked up, with your beats on your ear, listening to Flower Child is the vibe I get from you. Like, who shaped your sound? Who inspired your style? Who some of the artists you looked up to? Some of the artists I looked up to, and that's why I think it's important to um, search my full discography because I make a lot mm -hmm. of different kind of sounds. Um, Dance with you is a pop anthem. Mm -hmm. uh, Finer things has got like a hip hop vibe to it, mm -hmm. um, and then we have Hey Cloud. It's kind of indie. So I I have been blessed to be able to explore music on my own. My mom would let me buy like CDs, and I was one of the girls I was listening to now. That's what I call, and you know, those CDs had <laughs> no, those CDs had a little bit of everything on them. Mm -hmm. um, and so, growing up, I was listening to Beyonce, and I was listening to Jill Scott because my mama liked Jill Scott here. I, I love do. Jill Scott. Yes, um, <laughs> you got her vibe poetry. too. Poetry, um, and I also would listen to like Nickelback. Mm, so okay. there's like the rock influence. Nina Simone, I do my research and I study. Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. um, women who are afraid to break boundaries. Because I can tell people this last album Beyonce put out was important to me because it showcased she's not... I feel like genres are really restrictive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she put out an album that sounded like so many different things right. and that's what i wanted to really achieve with just a feeling as well like i don't like don't box me <laughs> um and so people like that like i said who have remained independent in their creativity in that way are always an inspiration to me now do all of your tracks or most of them come from personal experience um or you just be well if you write fictional then yeah, I just be making up stories. Um, <laughs> but most of them come from some sort of personal inspiration. I'll say that. Um, but I pull from a little bit of everything. Mm. I'll say that the things that go on around me, a good writer pays attention mm. to things besides themselves. Right. <laughs> uh, before we get into your current project, mm -hmm. you also performed at Jackson Indie Music Week this past January. How was that a... Uh, how was that experience? Was that your first one? No. So okay. it was great to be there for a second time this year. Okay. My first one was 
last year, 2019, mm -hmm. and that was a very good experience because it was my first like big venue performance. Um, and so to come back this year and to be somewhere so intimate like fans was really right. fun because um, I got to connect with my audience on a different level. And I was so surprised and grateful and thankful because I had such a big crowd. Mm -hmm. um, and they were really supportive. And I always try to welcome them just like they welcome me and my music and right. put on a good show and it was fun. So How would you compare uh, your first experience to your second experience? I wasn't as nervous the second time. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was just like doing it the second time. And leading up to that... <laughs> was a shit show. <laughs> it's just like when you're running around and you're trying to put things oh. together. And I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I want everything to be how I want it to be. And I wasn't seeing that in the beginning. And as we went through and we went through and we got there that Friday for the performance, I was like, Lord, it's going to be what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And it turned out perfect in its own way. So... <laughs> And that, so since that was your second time, and mm -hmm. I, I see you also repping Vitamin C uh, yeah, with the shirt, what do you think of the uh, Mississippi music scene? I think now? it's abundant. Mm -hmm. And I think nice that as long as we keep nurturing each other in ways that we can, we're going to prosper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you worked with any uh, local artists? I have worked with Vitamin C. Okay. We performed together at the... Uh, at Gym Week, she was a part of my set, and we put together a mental health album for the people. Mm. That's a topic to me that's very important, so I try to incorporate that into my artistry when I can. Um, and other artists I've worked with, um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be telling this, but I love him, and I want him to hurry up and drop the uh Oh, album. I got an exclusive coming. Big Josh. <laughs> Big Josh? Yeah. Big Josh. Big Josh. Um, you can find him. Have you ever heard of Young Jewels? Yeah, I already know. Of course, Jules. everybody's heard of Young Jewels, but um, he's had some features with her. So if you like check out her music, you'll be able to discover him. And then he also has music out as well on Apple Music. Mm -hmm. Big Big Josh. B I G G Josh. Mm -hmm. Um, and he lyrically he's cold and his his deliverance is so powerful to me. So I was very proud when he asked me to be on his upcoming project. Um, I have worked with D. Horton. Oh, man, that track is awesome. <laughs> and uh, I interviewed uh, Casey Youngbone yes. last night, and he uh, put me on D. Horton, so I definitely have to check more uh, tracks out And he's a genius as well. I could tell. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, run that and back. That verse, he wrote that verse in like, no. less than like, like you close your eyes. Wow. <laughs> Some people just have it, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, getting into um, your new EP, mm -hmm. Just a Feeling. Mm -hmm. um, amazing project, by the way. Uh, not just gassing her up because she's right here. <laughs> uh, and she got long nails and she could probably scratch me up. Oh, but well, <laughs> I don't think they got no They look good, though. Them. Thank you. My homegirl do them. Shout out to the homegirl. <laughs> yeah. <girl. laughs> She looking good for Keep to the City. But man, it's a whole vibe, I promise you. Um, and even though, like, you had that mellow sound, um, and I forgive me because I'm having a brain fart right now, but the last track on the album, mm -hmm. give me the name of it. Careless. Careless. Yes. That's the one that kind of gave me the uh, Adele vibe. Yes. What was the motivation behind the entire project? The motivation behind the project was to just express, um, it was like my journal last year, I'll mm -hmm. say that, creating it. Um, 
and I really wanted to put together a story about falling in love, um, realizing you're not in love, <laughs> and coming out of that. <laughs> and um, it's very introspective in that way, um, down to the interludes. And I just, like I said, wanted to create something that could showcase that in a story-like manner. Um, starting out with the sweet and the spicy, mm -hmm. and then you get into the crying in the club, and then mm -hmm. you get into the I don't give a fuck about you no more <laughs> of it. And that's where Careless comes in. And, and that was like my little, I tell people that was like my little freaking dress rock ever. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the phases of a yeah. relationship. My favorite joint off there is uh, I don't know what this but it was nice to know you yeah, while we, you know. While we was here. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind that song, man? Just that. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times, I think that young people especially, um, we date with the intention of like, oh, we got to be together forever. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to create something that said like, there's no real, like there's no pressure on it. If it works out that way, great. But if not, we was cool, we could mm -hmm. dap it up, we could be homies. Um, and truthfully, I just wanted to create something that was light and fun and sweet. I don't feel like we have enough of that. Right. Um, most of the R&B music I hear is like very like all in in mm -hmm. some way or another. <laughs> and like I said, I just wanted something that had a little... I'm glad you brought that up because uh, <laughs> one of my pet peeves from previous relationships, like I used to tell my ex-girlfriend all the time, don't, I hate when women tell me, uh, I never felt this way about nobody else but you, uh, I'm going to love you forever, this is a bond that will never end, and you a damn lie, well, you know you're caught up experience. in the moment. And so it's about the feeling. It's just a feeling. And you don't really, you don't really know. We don't know anything as, yeah. as people, as human beings. Um, and so to be able to accept that and just enjoy the moment. And that's what I really wanted that song to be about. It definitely uh, touched your boy. Thank you. What would you say, like, overall, out of all your projects, what's the message within your music? What are um, you trying to get, get across? Love. Um, in any capacity, I would just like to preach love and um, be able to be and express that through my instruments. So whether it's temporary or unconditional, the other not so good side of it, you know. <laughs> so you're more into the experience of the whole thing. Yeah, because it's it's like anything; it's got layers, like an onion. <laughs> it's not just this one thing. Um, and I think, like I said, I showcase that through my project here. And I hope to keep doing that. You definitely did that. <laughs> Key to the City podcast. We got my kinfolk in the building, Flower Child. <laughs> uh, you don't have to give me all the secrets, but briefly tell me about, like, I'm interested in what's your writing process. Do you have to be inspired to write, or would you be an fictional writer, dude? Um, you know, some people wake up out of their sleep. Oh, let me write, let me write this down. Yes. yes. I find myself going through a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, if I hear something and it speaks to me, like the instrumental, I can write to it pretty easily. Um, I'm not going to write anything I don't mean. 
Um, and I, my process, the most fun song, I had the most fun writing rehab. Because it was really like a process, you know, like the 12 steps you have to yeah, go through. Yep. It was really like a process, like putting it together. Like one day I come up with something for the what was going to be the hook. And then one day something will come to my head when I was taking out the trash mm -hmm. for the bridge. You know, and yeah. it just, it came together just like rehab. And so it was fun. And that was the first time I had just actually let a song um, come to me, I guess, in that way. Because all of my other songs, I've been like sitting there and just been like, all right. <laughs> what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> um, so that one was really fun. Crying in the club came to me like That's that. That's a hard track. I was thank you. I was just sitting in my bed and I found the instrumental and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> and it just kind of came out of me. Um, so it it varies. Mm. It, it's never like this one thing. Um, if my spirit feels it, I can write it. Somebody send me some fire, I could write it. <laughs> so send me some fire, cause I could write it. <laughs> and you write all your material. Yes, I write. She writes everything. <laughs> have you written for other artists? I have not written for other artists, but that is something that I would love to get into. Because mm. mm -hmm. I've written a few songs that I feel like other artists would shine with mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. What kind of vibe were those songs? Um, I always tell people I would be happy to sell finer things. Um, and that's my song. It's like, let me get that cash about you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just real fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, I've, and I've written some songs that I'm, I'm tucking away in my song bag. I'm going to call it that. But <laughs> they're not like out yet. But it's some that I've, I would really like to throw at some people. <laughs> just say here. Just say I wrote it. You are so um, talented. Thank and you. With somebody with your skill level, like I'm always interested in knowing, like, what defines success for you? Like, what do you consider success? Most people want to build a following base that they can tour forever. Uh, most people want to make a lot of money. Most people want to go platinum. Like, what's your? What's my idea of success? Um, I think that's a good question. I think that I think every day I am successful in the fact that I get to pursue what I'm doing. Um, and as long as I can do that freely and openly in any way that I want to, that that feels like success to me. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it would be nice to reach these like pillars that we think mm -hmm. we get to and then somebody, but I feel like as long as I'm, I have a song in my heart and I'm able to sing it, your girl is all right. <laughs> I respect that. That's interesting you say that. Yes. Um, because as long as you're in a position where you're able to express yourself, because um, it doesn't necessarily mean money will make you happy. Yeah. It may make things easier or so to speak, but I definitely think you have not only the catalog, but the skill to continue to build a fan base that you can make music forever and make a living off of it just from doing that. Thank you. Uh, that's just my opinion. Have you been on any tours? No, I have not. Well, I have not been on any tours, but last year we got the chance to do something called The Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And that was put together by Dee Thornton. Um, and it was uh, this crew. It was me, Charity, Vitamin C. Vitamin <laughs> 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 uh, Josh Waters. Mm -hmm. um, High on Basehead Jazz, Basehead Jazz, uh, 
Quay, Quavius Black, mm -hmm. and we all like gathered in Alabama and put on a Mo Mo so he was there, and we all put on like this big showcase, and it was just different artists, and everybody had a different flavor that they brought to the stage, and so that was the first thing I had been on where it was it had been like a collaboration, mm -hmm. if you will, um, and we all had to come to a place to do something, so that was cool. I hope we get to do it again. <laughs> have you ever reached out to Dollar Black? I have. I had the opportunity to sit with Dollar and work with Dollar. Um, he is a Dollar's actually been on one of my tracks before. Now that I think about it, um, speaking of people we collaborate with, yeah. there's this song I made called Eons and Lifetimes. And he, um, I said, will you hop on this for me? And he did. And he did exactly what I asked him to do better than I could have asked him to do it. And he's always been nurturing in that way to us, um, making sure, A, we have our heads on straight. Um, mm -hmm. We know our business first and foremost. Um, and if you have a question, he's going to answer it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Dollar Black is a gym. He always on top of it. His child is always is also a genius. Oh, yeah. Shout that's, out to Phil. That's trying the engineer to get him on the for show. this project. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the production, is that you just it's searching? Just, I just searched them. Um, and it's funny. I like to talk about the production of it, though, because I have it here. Mm -hmm. um, I've made my own music before, and mm -hmm. I play piano. I had lessons when I was a child and lost all of that. Mm -hmm. And so now I play mostly by ear. And it's funny when you were talking about my writing process. Sometimes it comes to me in a melody first. Mm -hmm. And then I can pick it out on my piano and go from there. So, um... That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know how to read music? Not any... Well, my grandma, she teaches me. Because she, um, she's very skilled in that. And she tries to sit down with me sometimes. So I know the basics, but not enough to, like, teach a class. I, I took a class on music theory. I'm like... I music majors, we salute you. <laughs> Man, we salute you. I'm like, what is this shit? I put this on the line and that... I was so lost in there, but yeah, shout out to music majors, man. They underestimate you. So, uh, Key to the City podcast, Flower Child is in the building, the mother of all the children of the flowers. Uh, what can I know? We're riding a wave off of um, this current EP. Mm -hmm. Any uh, other projects we got planned for 2020 that you can speak about? Um, nothing I can speak about. You can look for content in conjunction with the project I just put out to be. Mm -hmm. Um, put out some music videos and some other fun things okay. this year. Um, and then I am in the process of, I'm always writing, I'm always going through things. Um, so I'm in the process of what I will say, making grown girl music. Mm. <laughs> so I look forward to people seeing me in a new light. Because um, the best compliment I've had thus far is that I don't sound like anybody. Nobody. And... <laughs> That is what I, it's nice to be compared, don't get me wrong, um, but to hear that and to know that it's some truth to it, I just kind of want to foster that and, and continue to find myself and my sound and develop myself and just see where it goes. Well, you have a beautiful voice, man. Thank you. I want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, keep writing from your heart, keep being Thank unfiltered. You. We need that. Thank you. You know, we need that in our lives. Uh, if my audience wants to follow you, somebody wants to reach out to book you, how can they do that? You can book me through email, and it is flowerchildchild at gmail.com. And that, con that contact information is on my Instagram, which is flowerchildchild, mm -hmm. and it's C-H-I-L-E. Child. Child, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Child. <laughs> so, flower, 
C-H-I-L-E-C-H-I-L-E. Um, Instagram is my most active platform, what I use to tell my story as far as my branding is concerned. And like I said, if you want to find me, you probably find me through there. All right. And before I let you go, normally I ask this to all the rappers, but uh-huh. I think this would be interesting um, to hear from a singer like yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you give me top five artists from Mississippi that you like, no particular order, not including yourself? Crystal Jim. Crystal Jim, I have to get you. <laughs> yeah. Vitamin C. Of the course. Vitamin C. Shout out to C. What's going on, baby? The paid hipster. What's going on, Jules? I would say hmm, Dre Dice. Dre Dice, that's new to me. And Kenny Pahina. Oh, shout out to Kenny. <laughs> we definitely had to get him on the show. And even though this is the top five list, I feel like we have to throw Dead Mac in there. Oh, yeah. Because he's a, he's a storm. Oh, yeah. Himself. Yeah. Shout out to Dead Mac. <laughs> I hollered at you a couple of times. We're going to get you on, bro. He's legit. That's what's up. Well, I'm so glad you stopped by today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love your spirit. Thank you. I love it's your energy. Fun. Thank you. Yeah, I try to make it fun, you know. This is your campo. Yeah, it's campo. <laughs> when you chilling with your campo, you know what I'm saying? Gotta talk about anything. So I'm glad you stopped through. I definitely will be in touch with you. Um, even if it's just sending you a message here and there to see what's going on with you. Keep going. Sounds good. And uh, if nobody else told you, I'm proud of you. Thank you. And you keep rocking. And uh, that's why you got the key to the city today. Me. Any last words from my heart? Buy my project. <laughs> Straight like Thank that. Thank you for listening to it. Don't buy the project, check it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. If you're going through something, especially relationship-wise, this the one you need. Especially, um, I don't know if it's forever. You know, If you're going through something for years, stop hanging on, man. Everything ain't got to last forever. Man. You learn something from that person and move on. Period. You dig that? This is the Key to the City Podcast. I'm your kid, Folk Yoni. She is the beautiful queen flower child. And we are out. Peace.